0: going, yeah? Sounds good. All right, man, here we go. All right, guys, welcome back to the Bottom of the Night podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Rodriguez, and today we're here with pro ball player Riley Smith. How you doing, bud?
1: I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having us on.
0: Uh, Dude, we're super psyched. I know we tried to have you last week, and we had some scheduling conflicts, but we're we're pumped to have you on, man, really, truly. Yeah, Um, man, well, I
1: appreciate y'all having me on. My schedule's wild, so I appreciate you working with me.
0: Yeah, I gotta ask. So you, so, you in the off season, you you uh, guide duck hunts or what?
1: Um, I don't guide them. We have this this group called Self Guided Outdoors. It's okay. started off as just family uh, back okay. in the day, and now it's turned into family and friends. And we just go up, take as many people hunting as we can, and uh, just uh, enjoy hunting and fishing together. You know, mostly awesome, hunting. Man. We're not very good at fishing. <laughs>
0: It's funny you say that man. I was talking to my buddy Carson, who played. He played JUCO with me, and he ended up playing. I think he played with the Tigers for a bit. And now he plays indie ball, but he does he does a lot of duck hunting too in the offseason. But he's a guide, so I was like, man, all these you. all these minor leagues, yeah, minor dude. Players, it's uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it says something about the all the hunters and outdoorsmen just being good athletes. Dude, for know?
0: real, that's what it means. I guess that's why I wasn't good, that good, man. I'm not a I'm not a super outdoors <laughs> guy. <laughs> but all right, man. So so where are you from? You're from Lufkin, right, or Hudson?
1: yes from well hudson is lufkin i went Basically, to hudson yeah. high school uh okay. it, i mean they're, they're city limits butt up to each other it's you know i'm five minutes from lufkin but i live in hudson technically
0: cool cool and you still so, out there you still out there now or now
1: yeah so I, I do live out there in the off season uh, i'm building a house right now so nice you know planting some roots and stuff and and cool. you know getting ready for life after baseball at some point
0: Gotcha, yeah, man. I mean I so I went to Angelina, so I know Lufkin real well. I was there for two years and oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure you knew okay. um you knew uh, Luke English and Anthony Doss. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, I played, played ball with those guys. Baseball yeah.
1: with them a uh, whole lot.
0: <laughs> there you go. So yeah, dude, I yeah. love Luke. Luke's a good dude. So is Ant. So is Dog. Yeah, love those guys. Yeah, but yeah, man. So, so I know. Obviously, you're a pro ball player, so you got you got some talent. You got some skills. So how did how did that whole thing? How that whole thing happen, man? So you played baseball your whole life, all the way through, or is that something like bring take us through that? For yeah.
1: A bit. You know, I I started playing when I was young, four or five years old. Uh, played as you know whatever positions I could play, and it's good enough for and. um kind of turned into, uh, you know, I could always pitch and throw strikes and, um, uh, <clears throat> never was a really big kid and, and, uh, got into high school ball. And I remember telling my coach, he tells the story all the time, you know, I was five foot four, a hundred pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, <laughs> went up and tugged on his shirt and was like, Hey coach, I can, I can pitch. And I remember the smirk he gave me. He's like, okay. And, uh, <laughs> You know, kind of wrote me off, but we're still pretty good friends to this day. And he, uh, you know, I I just pitched as as much yeah. as I could. Didn't get a whole lot of opportunities. There was obviously guys that threw a lot harder and were bigger and had more, yeah. you know, promising talent. And um, yeah. I just ended up being that guy that came in when we were in a bind uh, for the first couple of years, you know. And then they were like, okay, this guy might could actually pitch, and and my. My sophomore year, yeah. My sophomore year, I hit a growth spurt, uh, not really a velo spurt, but just got a little bit bigger and yeah. And uh, still played JV ball. Wasn't on varsity. Uh, had a pretty good year. Was starting, you know, for JV and and uh, almost made playoff roster my sophomore year, and didn't yeah. quite. They went with somebody else. And uh, going into my junior year, I. Ended up, you know, starting on varsity and, and getting pitcher of the year for the district and
0: Damn, throwing seven,
1: 78, 80 miles an hour. Was, <laughs> no
0: way. That's how slow you were throwing? Yeah,
1: that's how slow I was throwing. Yeah. God, uh, dang. Yeah. I, I threw like 70 innings and had like 36 strikeouts. I was just in like a sub two year I was just getting ground balls, man. I was just I was pitching
0: just, the <laughs> yeah, just pitching Yeah. Just pitching the getting those out. Yeah, man. Hey, that works too, man. That works. Yeah. That'll do it. You know,
1: I always told myself when I was younger, I wanted to play in the big leagues. Yeah. And then it just transferred into, all right, I just want to play on varsity. Yeah. You know, taking it step by step. And yeah. uh, after that year, my pitching coach that, you know, the one I tugged on his shirt, yeah. he, he told me, is he like, hey, if you can throw harder, you can probably go play college ball. And <laughs> so I just, I just, you know, started grinding and, I was probably up to eighty-two or eighty-three my junior year, you know, mm-hmm. topping and and uh, that summer I went and pitched at a couple perfect games and you know hit ninety for the first time. It was up to ninety-two mm-hmm. and and uh, came back the next year and was eighty-eight, ninety-two, and I committed and signed with Stephen F. Austin that fall, yeah. uh, to go to SFA and and uh, <clears throat> my first three games. We were—I mean, don't get it wrong. We were playing small teams, but yeah. it was like a polar opposite of the year before. Like I wasn't getting many ground balls, but like my first three games that year, I threw 15 innings and struck out like 40 hitters.
0: Oh Jesus!
1: Yeah, I was just throwing hard, and it was yeah, just yeah. different. You know, not anybody expected it. Yeah, had a junior college coach come up to me and was like, or a, a scout actually, a pro scout was like, "You should consider going to junior college." Like, if you actually want to play professional baseball, you don't want to be tied down to a school.
0: Yeah, for three years. Uh,
1: potentially outgrow. And and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just trying to play varsity ball. You know, like I'm yeah, yeah. trying to grind and go to college and, and uh, ended up having a good year and and uh, signed with San Jack uh, and then uh, went on to play there.
0: Dang, so they, so, so that's, I didn't know you were you were committed to SFA. I mean, I guess SFA tries to suck up everybody around that area,
1: huh? Yeah, that's, I mean, John, t- man, Johnny, Johnny talent, does a yeah. good, a, a good job of getting the talent around there yeah. because, I mean, us country boys, man, we don't want to leave home. Yeah. We like, <laughs> we like to hunt and fish and stick around there and, yeah, and I feel that. Johnny's a good dude, and I was really excited to go there so my grandparents can come watch me yeah, and my yeah. parents and family and all that. And really family oriented. Yeah. But I um, also had a goal of playing in the big leagues. And so yeah. if, you know, if I, if some people felt junior college might be the way to get me to there, then that's the, the path I went to. And, and uh, went to San Jack, and I mean, I loved every minute of it. It was definitely the right decision. Uh, yeah.
0: I got to ask this. So no, no thoughts to go to Angelina right up the road?
1: Yeah. Um, I, you know, I love living to death. Uh, yeah. He he's opposite. He doesn't really love local guys.
0: No, he doesn't. He uh, came and got me all the way from San Antonio.
1: Yeah, he doesn't. I, I think his side of it is that they'll get in more trouble. Um, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and yeah. I don't I don't disagree with that, but, <laughs> um, you know, guys could get in trouble. But if you also know the kind of guy you're getting, and they That's won't get in true. trouble, you know. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. a wild guy. I didn't drink in high school. <laughs> I didn't party. I, I, that wasn't my scene. And, yeah. Um, I, you know, it was. I had a meeting with with Coach Levin, and and I respect him, and you know, still talk to him all the time. Uh, yeah, he's we're a good still coach. really he's good,
0: good, good friends. And, yeah, he's a good guy.
1: And um, it was just a very nonchalant. You know, I feel like he he offered me, but mm-hmm. I kind of just feel like it was out of respect. You know, like yeah, I, I yeah. don't know that he necessarily was like he was. And then I didn't get that feeling he was dying to have me. And, and at that point, I was foreign. You know, that yeah. I mean to to. You know, I I didn't really know what out what to expect, and I wanted to go somewhere that was like, "Hey, we want you, we need you." Like,
0: yeah, you, you want know. that feeling of like these guys, are yeah. here. yeah, yeah. I know well, I
1: mean, I mean you know, that that's just that feeling of I want to go work for these guys because they want me to come work for them. You know, yeah, like
0: yeah. I, yeah, yeah. No, I so,
1: that. and I mean, I kind of wanted to get away from home. I felt like I would enjoy baseball a little bit more. Yeah, that's
0: one of those things, man. I, I feel you there. That was—that's that, a big growing point in your life, man. Getting away from from for home sure. for a bit and, and kind of living out and, and trying to figure out life on your own for the first time is—that's yeah. uh, a big move.
1: Absolutely, big move. and it, you know, it, it turned out that I probably would have rather stayed closer to home. If I was homesick as a dog, man. I <laughs> I, uh, I was not uh, enjoying. It. I almost quit actually the first like three oh, weeks. Oh no way! Yeah.
0: Damn, dude. But you know um, it's, it's it's crazy. That's that's how you know you come from a good family, though, man. You miss miss home a little bit, but yeah, you stuck, you stuck I, it out have, though. You stuck it out.
1: I know. I went through it. My first the first week I was there, my best friend uh, had an accident at work, passed away. Oh, yeah. uh, and I I didn't enjoy my roommates. I like them as person people, uh, but I was not jiving <laughs> with how they were living and and uh,
0: partying you know. a little bit.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. That wasn't my scene. I was there on a yeah. mission, and and yeah. you know, it wasn't always the cleanest. Uh, <laughs> you know how it goes. So. Yeah, yeah. But no, I uh, feel that, man,
0: that's that's one of those things, though, man. Like like going to college like some guys have it some guys are there to have a good time and there's some guys that yeah. are there to they're like like you and they had the mission they're like no i'm here to yeah. get a job done i was there
1: i was there yeah. to get it done it's a yeah. means to an end like I, I was there to be a college baseball player to get to be a professional baseball player yeah. and
0: that makes sense. you know
1: i was lucky i had a family that was really supportive and my parents actually brought my camper up and uh, you know i was on a scholarship that paid for a living and everything and I told the coaches, I was like, I can't live here. If you want me to play here, you're going to have to be okay with me living in my camper. So my parents brought their camper up there, and I lived off campus. Damn. I don't know if anybody knew that or if it was legal at the time, but <laughs> we know San Jack's not always playing by the rules anyhow.
0: I, y'all couldn't – I'm pretty sure because I lived – well, I lived on campus where I was at, but I'm pretty sure you can live off campus. I don't think that was – I may have been yeah. like a coach's rule maybe, but
1: – Well, I'm saying like as far as like scholarship-wise, they yeah, couldn't yeah, pay yeah, for yeah. my you – know,
0: yeah, they're paying for it, and you're not there. I feel that. Yeah, San Jack, San Jack they're, they're they're notorious, man. But they're good. They're a good club. Yeah. Always, always. I,
1: yeah, Dude, i so, lived and breathed it, and man, I enjoyed
0: it. <laughs> so let me ask you this, man. So coming from and, and like, it's funny that you say that you came from a small town where you're just blowing people away. Was was the, the shock of like the talent that you were playing when you went to San Jack, Was it a, was it a massive like eye opener or difference when you started playing down there from <sighs> when you were playing in high school?
1: Yes and no. Um, I continue to progress a little bit mm-hmm. uh so like my I, I don't know man I always consider myself a gamer and I didn't feel like I, I noticed that I needed an off-speed pitch that I didn't really have in in mm-hmm. high school you know and it, yeah. it ended up being my change up I, I heck I didn't I didn't get a good slider until this last year and I didn't get a good curveball until probably 2018
0: or 19. I don't know about that we faced you at, when you threw against us in that regional I think it wasn't like
1: what year was yeah that, 20 uh 2015 like
0: probably 15 16 dude you were filthy i don't know what you had a, you had a fastball and then you had Where, a split, was yeah? that an
1: angelina when you're yeah, talking well, we yeah played you at, we
0: played you at uh it was sugarland a, yeah, it was Sugar Land, yeah
1: yeah in the championship game that yeah you know what's funny is i didn't throw that splitter all year i, I knew <sighs> going into that game that wow. coach living knew everything i threw i mean he knew everything about me so yeah me and my coaches were like, Well, what what have you thrown in the past? You're gonna need another pitch. And so I started throwing the splitter again <laughs> the week before, dude. It was like the luckiest thing ever. Which that's always been my thing though, is the more I throw the splitter, the longer I commit to it, the worse it gets. So it it was just kind of like a if I pick it up and throw it now, it'll be good for a week or two and then it'll go yeah. to crap.
0: <laughs> well, dude, that thing so. was filthy. I mean, I was talking yeah. to my buddy, my buddy Chris, who played who played there as well, because he works here with us too. And okay. I was telling him, like, we got that guy right. going to be on the show. And he's like, dude, that guy had one of the filthiest splitters. I had. He's like I, had uh, I seen. I to, like, I need to bring it back. Dude, you should. That thing was like – I remember he told me he came back. I remember he struck out. Like, to this day, he still tells me about it. Like, that's like – he says that was, like, the nastiest pitch he's ever seen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Well, I'm> pre- <laughs> you tell that. him I said thanks, man. appreciate it. I'll, I'll hit
0: him up. Yeah, I'll let him know. <laughs> But yeah, so so you go down to San Jack, man. How how I know you said you had a little bit of a homesick issue. Did that factor into your play at all cuz I know in obviously in Juco you show up and y'all are, we're working out, you're playing, it's immediately right off the bat, right?
1: Yeah, it was, as long as I was busy, man, I was good. Yeah. Um, but once I to be honest with you, once I got the camper there and kind of had my own room, like I was good. Space, yeah. Yeah, it was it was different, you know, and my girlfriend at the time is actually my girlfriend now. She was really supportive. Uh, That's good. It, you know, she helped me get through a lot of stuff. But it mm-hmm. it was just that initial shock of I just, you know, I was alone. I yeah. was not loving it. Uh, New people. But the baseball was always good. I was always enjoying myself when I was at the field. Like, yeah. that never changed. I was there yeah, driving. It's like, it's like an escape. You know, yeah. For sure.
0: But that's good, man. So, so obviously you come in. I, I we, So that was your first year. So even, so your first year was what year at San Jack? Was that fourteen? Uh,
1: fourteen, yeah. Fourteen, fifteen. Okay. Fall, fourteen, spring.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I wasn't there yet. So how did how did your first year go? Because I know how you did your second year. Because we all know you you went on to do some big things after that. How was the, how was yeah. your first season there? How did that all change? Were you a starter that year as well?
1: I was not to start okay. the year. Um, we went down. You know, I I was in the mix. Um. Mm-hmm. To, to start, and I was kind of that – you know, that we had a tournament where we were going to have five starters, and I was kind of the sixth man out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <clears throat> went down there. A couple games got rained out um, – or one game got rained out, so we picked up a doubleheader on the way home from northwest Florida. And that um, – the second game – um, they were like, "Hey, you're first out of the pen. If he gets in any trouble or he's only throwing five innings, you're mm-hmm. you're coming in and you. Sh- we want you to throw four innings. Like once mm-hmm. you finish it. Well, I ended up coming in in like the third and and I I really? pretty much had one of the best yeah best games of my college career. I, I dominated and and then the next week I was starting and I I started all year. Um, made the JUCO USA team that that summer. Oh damn! Uh, went and played with them in the NBC and. And that's when I, my career actually changed quite a bit. Um, So that, that year I was like 89 to 94 or so. Um, Mm. I actually had one of my best games, probably one of my favorite games I've ever thrown in my life at Angelina in the regional that year, but because really? the next yeah. year it was at yeah. Sugarland, yeah,
0: yeah, that they used to have it at Ruffield, yeah. So I missed that one, yeah. but so yeah, you see, so you threw there. What yeah. was that? Who was against? Who was that game? It was against.
1: against it was against Galveston. All okay. my high school was there. Doss was there watching. English. That's awesome. I mean, I, it was like a homecoming game, and yeah, yeah. I threw nine innings, like 170 pitches. It, it was yeah, like a one run. We won. It was just. It was just one of the coolest games that I would not I like let that. my coach come pull me. I was just trying <laughs> to serious. grind it out, you know. Yeah, yeah. it was my I feel but, like uh, man, that's
0: that's crazy though. So it's like a home. It was like a like you had that perfect atmosphere.
1: Yeah, it, I was I was getting it. you <laughs> Yeah, so that that summer, uh, my advisor at that point was like, "Hey, I've got a guy in Houston. His name's David Evans. Um, mm. He's pretty much a velo coach. Like, you know, you should go to him." And yeah, I went to him for three lessons, and I went to. Um, I call them lessons, but they were just bullpens, you know? And, yeah, yeah. Um, I went and pitched for the USA team, and I didn't know how hard I was throwing. And <laughs> I, I just shoved. I threw like four and a third innings and punched out like seven people. and
0: Pretty good outing, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, I was walking some guys, which was, you know, un, unusual. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, the Wichita State coach texted Mark Rarden, who is the Iowa Western coach that was coaching the USA team. Yeah. And he was like, hey, while you're in town, we want to get Riley on a visit. We watched you pitch yesterday. So <laughs> I go in there and I'm sitting in his office and we're talking and all that kind of stuff. And and he, I, he offers me a scholarship. And and uh, he was like, you know, we were just impressed with, you know, how you pitched and how hard you were throwing. And, you know, my dad's sitting in there and he was like, well, how, how hard was he throwing? <laughs> so they were like oh we had him at like 94 to 97 and i was like holy Holy shit damn what are you are you serious and uh my dad's eyes got real big and (laughs) when he said that you know i was considering the scholarship he told me he's like yeah when you leave this room though it's off the table like
0: oh he that's a ooh. yeah he pulled he pulled one of those i looked
1: at i was thinking in my head i'm like. I'm throwing 94, 97, There ain't yeah. no way I'm committing right now.
0: Hell yeah! I gotta see. I gotta see
1: what's going. Like I gotta see where this goes. And dude, seriously, and uh, you, yeah, I that he did that. Well, I mean, I, I don't. It's a doggy I it, dog dog world, and yeah, you, can, you know, you gotta yeah, you got a guy that's there, and and you. I mean, it it was a full ride. Like yeah, throw some money in front of somebody and see if you can get him there. <laughs> I think he. I think he felt that once I left there, I would not come back. I yeah. would go to a school of. Equivalency in Texas before I went all the way up there. Yeah, you know, he knew. yeah, he knew. um hmm. And I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be an arrogant way, but that's just how the business works. I'm not yeah. going to drive, go live somewhere across the country if I can do the same thing at home. You know, yeah, no, yeah,
0: homegrown. That, I so, saw that dude. I would do yeah. I would, I would go the same route, no doubt, no For doubt. Sure. So you so, go, um So so you, so that that all happens the summer after your first year, correct? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, because I. Yeah. You were throwing hard. I didn't know you were throwing that that hard. God dang. Yeah,
1: I was probably – I mean, don't get me wrong. I was juiced. It was summertime. I yeah. knew I only had three or four innings. Huh. Uh, I was like, for the rest of the year, I was, you know, 90 to 97. Uh, it varied. Uh, oh, yeah. But I did run it up there, just not as consistently, you know. I was yeah, I was throwing 94, things. 95 for the game, but not every pitch, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so so you go in your second year Did uh, I guess Arrington's there, right? He was your coach.
1: Yes. TA. Yeah.
0: Cool. Cool. So what did, so what did, did he have any, at that point, I know you said your, your goal was to be a big leaguer. Um, was it after all this happened, you went to go play in the the NBC and all that. Did you feel like that was coming pretty damn close? Like you were almost there.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I was pretty disappointed. I didn't get drafted. Um, that first year, after my freshman year, oh. I think I had some unrealistic, espe- unrealistic expectations. You know, uh, yeah, just,
0: just, just kind of, yeah, no, wanted no. it bad,
1: and and you know, I pitched well enough, but I there was not as much predictability. I didn't have a good off-speed pitch, and mm-hmm. you know, hindsight's twenty-twenty. Like I, I should not have been drafted that year. Um, and, you know, I, I shouldn't have. I, yeah, and I going into my sophomore year, I'm like draft or bust, draft or bust, like. Mm. You know, we're going, and I'm pretty apparent to some of the colleges that I wanted to to go play, but I wasn't going to do it for free, you know. Um, And then uh, started visiting schools. Uh, Actually, LSU was the last on my list. I freaking hated LSU because every gas station I went in when I was a kid on the way to – we used to go to Destin, Florida, every year, and yeah. every gas station I went in had LSU stuff everywhere. Yeah, and for whatever reason, I just oh, and they beat Texas in the World Series in two thousand nine.
0: Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: and I was a uh, Brandon Belt went to my high school. Yeah, um, you know, was at Texas at that time. I just I just didn't like them, and
0: mm-hmm. so I visited a
1: ton of schools, and and I was gonna go to University of Houston, Coach yeah. Todd Whitting, and mm-hmm. LSU called and offered me or they told me they'd watched me pitch and and uh they were like we want to you know we're interested or what do you think about lsu and i was like oh, i'm good man i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go to houston i'm actually gonna commit to him tonight and they're like are you sure man like i think he was flabbergasted that i told yeah. him that i wasn't interested
0: yeah it's LSU. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and,
1: and uh i get off the phone and you know that that's history, and I I yeah. called my dad. I always called him whenever you know something was going on, yeah. and I told him I was like, "Hey, I got a call from LSU," and he's like, "Are you kidding me?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "I told him I wasn't interested," and he was like, "Are you? You're an idiot, dude. <laughs> you need to call him back and at least hear what they have to say." and Yeah. So I called him back, and you know, I told him I said, "Look, Coach, I've had Houston on the line for two months. They've let me visit all the other schools, and they're getting impatient and." I can't miss out on them because I really enjoy – I really like what they've got. And I said, so unless I have a competing offer, I I can't keep them on the hook any longer. So, I mean, if y'all are really serious about it and you can make an offer, I'll come and take a visit. And Maneri called me that night, made me an offer. Mm -hmm. I went and visited. And once I got there, there was no – yeah, there was no leaving that place. So,
0: I got to ask, are you you a UT fan? Is Is that your thing?
1: Um. No, I'm a Texas fan. Anybody as long as they're not playing LSU, I'm rooting for the Texas team. (laughs) So Uh, that that
0: shifted your after you went over there, it shifted your feelings towards LSU a bit, huh?
1: Yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, it was that fan base is. I mean, they treated you like you were home. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like family.
0: So, so you oh, so you early committed to LSU then that fall then, yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Cool. Cool. So I didn't. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Cause you had, cause yeah. I know you had quite a d- few guys that were going to Auburn, and you had you had a few yeah, Texas dude, guys. Yeah, dude, TCU. Yeah, y'all were, y'all uh, were stupid good.
1: Yeah,
0: y'all were stupid good. So how did that? Yeah, so we I had guess some guys, the, man, they were yeah. all just
1: grinders too. Like,
0: oh yeah, dude, y'all were y'all had to be. I mean, we saw. I mean, we saw quite a few teams. Obviously, y'all were in the probably stronger division in that in that regard, because you know we're playing like. Your Parish and like North Northeast. Yeah. They're all they right. They got Lola. some good, yeah, they got some yeah. good ball players, but like nothing like, like that other, like Wharton and yeah. all those. That's a Ow, whole different man. ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. That's a different, that's a different conference. I mean, we yeah, were playing you guys during the year, giants. but, but it's not the same, man. So, so after, so you signed, did you hear anything from any major league teams at that point?
1: Yeah. So I, uh, I had some home meetings with about 12 clubs. Damn. Um, uh, just kind of, just kind of figuring out, um, uh, if I was signable, what kind of person I was, you know.
0: Yeah. um, That's kind of what
1: they started doing. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, that was – to be honest with you, I had a great postseason at San Jack, but I Mm. I was battling some stuff all year. Um, Just kind of – I think I got in a rut of trying to throw hard and didn't really have off-speed pitch. Uh, But I always kind of figured it out when it was time to grind. But I didn't have uh, – if you remember, I think it was uh, Robert Dickey uh, at Blinn. That oh, year. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you remember him? Yeah. Was yeah, that his name, Robert? I, I do think, remember Dickie. Uh, I
0: don't know the first name, but I do remember the Dickey. Yeah. One. yeah.
1: He he ended up going like top five rounds, but me and him were, you know, up there in the polls and top in the country. It was, you know, one and two or one – Phil Bigford was there, one and three. We bounced around, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I was supposed to have a year like he had, and, and you know, I didn't. I, I mean, yeah, I really kind of had some struggles. Don't get me wrong, still threw well. Know, but yeah. I I didn't have a sub two. I,
0: right. You know, didn't have what and, you what you thought you needed to go. To the yeah, Olympics, not so, yeah. to go.
1: You know, top five rounds like I was. Yeah. I was really wanting to do. And, and uh, so I ended up, you know, having some conversations with teams. Didn't really know if I was going to get drafted. And, uh, went down to LSU for the summer program and and you know kind of waited for the draft and because yeah. I I could still do that. I could go to the summer program and still get drafted and. Yeah. So I went down there and I'm sitting. Um, I remember it. I was sitting there eating Iguana Joe's. It's like a Chipotle down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what that is. My buddy texted me. He's like, "Riley, let's freaking go, dude!" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And previously, the P- Pittsburgh had asked me if I would take seventh round slot, and they didn't tell me what the what the money was. The and, money, yeah. And I was like, "Well, you know, like." we got to have these conversations. If you can't really tell me what you're, <laughs> what I'm worth and what we're doing. And then I'm, it's you know, I, I want to go to someone that wants me, not just because I'm a, a pick, you know? And
0: yeah,
1: ended up having some more conversations with us, with them. And they were like, Hey, we want you like, tell us your number. I told them what it would be. And they drafted me. And my buddy told me, I didn't even know they drafted me. He saw <laughs> it on Twitter. Wow. And yeah, then they called me and I got to call my family and, you know, cried a little bit, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. And um. So the the scout that drafted me uh, told me he was like look go to school if you don't hear from us in two weeks and we can't get you the money you wanted if you do then then um, you know we'll we'll um, yeah. move forward and a um, couple weeks rolled around hadn't heard much went to school and uh, you know they ended up getting me some money not exactly what I wanted um, and uh, I turned it down and I yeah. went to LSU.
0: I think yeah, I think that's the right move, man. Honestly, if it's not the one you wanted, like, to, you can't pass Dude, the chance. Dude, I would be of out of LSU. baseball
1: if I would have sign.
0: Yeah, that would have been. A, I think that I, I would, would have been I would have never spot. made
1: it to the big leagues. I wouldn't have. I would have played two or three years and been out of baseball. I, I firmly so. believe why, that.
0: Why do you say that?
1: I because I struggled at LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fall, I I had a great year. I mean, we I sat. I had a good enough fall. I sat down with all thirty teams that year, um, like in wow. home meetings. Uh, with some GMs and stuff I was I was rolling and then I got hurt a week before season. Not bad, just some tendonitis, but I just mm-hmm. couldn't shake it all year, pretty much sucked, had some confidence issues, had some breaking ball issues. Yeah. Um just kind of had one of those come to Jesus moments and, and decided I was gonna quit trying to throw hard and just get back to pitching and be valuable to my team and and uh put together about Six or seven good outings at the end of the year, and D backs drafted me and took the off with of them. History, yeah. You know, had a heartbreak and super regional. <laughs> Who'd
0: so. y'all play out there? Who'd y'all lose to over there?
1: Coastal Carolina.
0: Ooh, they're a good club too.
1: Yeah, they went, they went on to they, win it.
0: They won it. They won it that year. Yeah, I was gonna say because yeah. they, whew, they're a good team, man. So I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, at least, cool. but the cool thing is, man, you got to experience. Juco, you experienced baseball at the college level at the highest. You played in the SEC. Like, you saw some dudes, I'm sure. Yeah, mean, I remember all
1: Florida, the Florida team especially. Dude, we we played them like – to get a national seed, we played them six times in the last four <laughs> weeks, and we had to beat God. them five times.
0: Dang.
1: But, dude, they were running guys. I mean, the the guys I remember, Jonathan India, you know, mm-hmm. with Cincinnati in the big league, I think it's somebody else now. Pete Alonzo, Alex Fajardo, Logan Shore, Brady Singer, oh, A.J. Geez. Puck. Um, there's a Dane Dunning. They had nine guys off that team that played in the big leagues.
0: Oh, that are like full-on big leaguers that aren't going full-on anywhere on anytime. full yeah. Yeah, they're not yeah. going anywhere anytime soon.
1: For sure, which we had six or seven guys on our team that ended up playing in the show, but it was just hey, who, different, dude. Who, who, they yeah. were just did you play die, with?
0: Uh, did you play with Robertson Kramer?
1: Yeah, play with Kramer, yeah. Jake Fraley, Dykeman, yeah. Pierski. Yeah. Um, oh. Cole Freeman will be a big leaguer. Uh, who else? Outfielders. Uh, um,
0: yeah, so y'all are pretty stacked too, man, honestly. Yeah.
1: Antoine Duplantis, Zach Watson. Well, Zach was there after me, actually. Hmm. But Interesting. Yeah. That's still that's,
0: that's still badass, dude. That's that's a yeah. hell of a something you can say. That's an experience Yeah, right
1: there. Alex Lane. I was okay.
0: say Alex Lang was a pitcher, right? Was, yeah. Did he play much while you were there? Because he didn't really get up there. He didn't really get to, like, I, I mean, I knew, like, you heard of him, but he didn't get to his stature till I guess he was, what, a senior? Or, I guess it was his junior no, year. that was Jared Poche. Oh, okay, okay, uh, Alex okay, Lang
1: yeah. was 12-0 and 0 his freshman year. He, like, was okay, all okay. SEC, like.
0: Okay, never mind, different guy. Came there. out
1: swinging. Yeah, sophomore year, hit a little speed bump, but junior year picked it back up again.
0: I was like, because Alex Lang was a stud, dude. That dude was. Yeah. He was a monster cool, man. So, so you end up getting drafted. Did, and like I said, so that, to be honest, like, obviously I didn't get drafted or anything like that. I wasn't that good. But I've, in, I've been talking to a couple buddies of mine. I know quite a few people that play. And the draft process is a lot different than you would expect it to be, to be quite honest with yeah, you. Yeah, dude. It was, it's um, it's at, weird. <laughs>
1: to be honest with you, that was a pretty sucky draft experience because I didn't really want to go. Um, yeah. But I had such a good fall. Maneri gave my scholarship away expecting me not to be That's there amazing. regardless wow yeah. did he really uh, yeah mm. and I mean a part of it was probably like it didn't pan out I didn't pitch that good and he, he may have just wanted to go a different direction and I don't blame me so I didn't really want to sign I wanted to go back and play but he called me he's like hey I don't have money for you next year if you can sign I would sign and so I just started making phone calls and and yeah. said you know I have no hard feelings to him for that I understand it completely I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that in a bad way it, no, you know, yeah, he explained yeah, yeah. it Absolutely. to me uh, that he was like, look, dude, the way you're throwing, we didn't expect you to be here. And, you know, yeah.
0: if it would have been yeah, an it injury,
1: was. it would have been a different story. We could have kept you around. But I also didn't produce. Yeah. So it's, you know,
0: it's a business, man. That's, yeah, that's one business. of those things. Yeah, for sure. That. And uh,
1: so I called. I just started texting all the scouts I had met with and was like, hey, I'm signing. I'm signing. <laughs> dog, do I'm signing. Hot dog. I'm signing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: and they're probably they're yeah, probably pumped. It. You probably made their day, like oh here we go. Yeah,
1: and yeah, so V-Backs yeah. uh, took me and shipped me to the furthest place I could get to away from home up there in Oregon.
0: <laughs> Gee, yeah. Oregon's a beautiful place, man. I, I was up there a couple years ago. It's it's a beautiful spot. It's a little weird, but it's, it's definitely oh, yeah. a nice spot. Yeah, a little weird, but but yeah, that's why you say that, man. I'm like, because I was talking to my buddy. Um, you know, I was talking to John King. He played at Angelina. He actually pitched against you guys, that big lefty that threw against you that first – he He's got yeah, d- yeah, We yeah. double-dipped, you y'all. y'all remember that? You remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Big lefty? Yeah. So, me and him stayed pretty close. So I talked to him quite a bit, and he, we had him on the other day because he's on a 40-man for the Rangers now. He's, he's in the big leagues. And, okay. you know, his draft process was was strange. It was like the way he was telling me, I was like, he didn't even know, and he went in the 10th round. And didn't even know he had gotten drafted till they called him like yeah. an hour after. I'm like, what? What is this? This is just such a weird. I guess if you're not in like the first five, first round, well, yeah. It's... Once it gets to day three, it's over. Yeah, it's pretty much it's just um, pick and go, pick and go, pick and it's, go.
1: No, they're picking like every three minutes, dude. Like, yeah, there's no like they're picking. I mean, it's just you can just sit there and your feet will just go ding, 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 ding. I mean, it's that quick. <laughs> yeah, it's just That's at that weird. point they're just picking. Yeah they've had on their board you
0: know yeah yeah i mean that makes sense it's just kind of like it's just kind of an awe I'm like it's it sounds like i talked to carson i talked to jose trevino as well and like they're like they're the draft process was such because you sit there and you kind of like prep for it it's like as a kid you're like this is the moment you've been waiting for right and it's like this is what you want your whole life you've worked for it and the process just makes it so stressful like frustrating and you're just like i don't know man i'm just like i would be so pissed going through that i'm just like well you know it's one of those things that it's like yeah. a love hate it's a love hate deal it just
1: goes to show you that it's the same once you get in the pro ball, you have no control over it.
0: Yeah, it's one of those deals.
1: I mean, none. <laughs> you're at the mercy of whoever's clicking that button. Yeah, that's crazy though. So, yeah.
0: so they shipped you off to Oregon? Is that where you played uh, rookie ball? Because it's that short season, yes. right?
1: Short season, Hillsboro Hops. Yeah, at yeah. that time was short season. It's now high,
0: oh, end, but Hillsboro Hops. I've, everyone's heard of that team. They got some sweet. Oh, fellows, that place dude. is sweet, dude. Cool so how did yeah, so? That was, whoa, what was that transition like? I know you said you were you're a homegrown guy. You you love home. How was it to be shipped out? Because I mean, you're still at LSU It's not that far from where you're from, and yeah, you've about been four Jack's hours. two hours. It's not. It's it wasn't that bad. How was it? You know, really leaving, like like really taking off uh, and adjust well, or at that point, had you kind of matured?
1: At that point, I had adjusted and I knew yeah. what I had wanted to do. Um, the host family situation. My first host family I was in was not a great situation. She yeah. uh, person ended up not being a host family anymore just kind of didn't really know the role you mm-hmm. know that they played and yeah switched up host families and it was great i mean still talk to them to this day that's awesome love that family so that helps um they were from Alabama too so that's some other oh, cool. roots kind of hit home. Go. And, there you
0: go
1: uh <laughs> yeah but it, i mean we were playing ball we played ball every yeah. day had a good group of guys man I, I mean i've been in some weddings from there and we'll have them in my wedding and
0: yeah
1: uh, you know, that made it a little bit easier, but I bet enjoyed it. Uh, went spring training next year, ended up repeating Hillsboro again. Uh, hmm. You know, was a reliever the year before, ended up being a starter the year the next year.
0: Okay. So, so you so, played, so how, how was pro ball? How, what was your, what's your opinion on pro ball? Was it, was it a tough grind? You're just like, I've heard some guys that say, oh, it's really tough, but I love it. And I've heard like my, some guys that are like, I just hated yeah. it. I hated it till I made it to the, to the big leagues. It's a different cut. It's a different view of things, and I'm kind of like, well. And I see it, it's pretty much split 50-50 on it. Some dudes love it. Some dudes are just not about that, like, grind of what, you know, minor yeah. league ball is. So, what's your take well, on it?
1: I, uh... <laughs> uh hold on. Johnny. Go <laughs> You're, yeah. You're good. In an early morning this morning. <laughs> uh, no, my take was uh, minor leagues, I loved it until I got to the big leagues. And then once I came down from the big leagues, I hated it
0: yeah it's a, once you get yeah, that once taste you get huh? that
1: taste yeah, and just kind of have these standards and i mean dude, to be honest with you, they don't treat minor leaguers that good uh oh dude it's no, it's getting better, but yeah. it it uh, it was different for sure Hillsboro treats on the best of any place I've ever been hmm. that that kale up there is just i mean he runs it dude he's he's the the best they are doing. the best hands down
0: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's like I feel like there's some clubs that really do their best. Obviously, you're not going to get the same you know, like care and and feel of like a, a big league guy, but there are some minor league clubs that do take care of their guys.
1: Well, major league, major league, it's major league baseball's fault. You know, I, oh, look, yeah. I they'll, I'll I'll whoop on them all day because they 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 do some things the right way, but they do pretty much everything else the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And what has happened is. A hundred years ago, they put minor leagues teams in all these cities that were booming, and mm-hmm. now these cities aren't booming, and they won't pay for them yeah. to move. So, like, mm-hmm. Hillsboro's banging right now, dude. I mean, they're, they're – you know, it's a huge industry town. There's so mm-hmm. much money. Oh, yeah. So, they have so much money to pour into the team, and it's just rocking. Yeah. And then you send somebody to BFE, Southern California where <laughs> – nobody lives or wants to be anymore. Yeah. And they can't afford it. Like they can't yeah. pour any money into the team. So there's no fans. The uniforms are were made in nineteen seventy. Like Jeez. they don't pay you anything. The clubhouse is dirty. Like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they 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 don't they make so they want to make so much money that they don't put any money back into the, the guys that will make them money in make the future. The money.
0: Yeah. It's one of those deals, man. It's yeah. kind of like a.
1: It's a "what are you doing yeah. for me now" thing, not "what can you do me do for me later."
0: Yeah, so that's, all, that's that's the ugly business side of baseball, man. To be quite honest, it's one of those things. But it's getting better. It is. It is getting yeah, better. From no, what it's I hear, it's, it's on its way. It's on its way. Sort of. Kind of. It is.
1: I, I think some of the younger guys are getting into the big leagues and, and pushing for it. You know, the mm-hmm. the problem is, I have some old guys that I'm friends with in the big leagues, but. What happens is, is, guys get to the big leagues and they're like, "Hey, I did it." They have to do it. Suck it up. Yeah, it's one of these. And it really should not be like that. Like that. No, it's, it shouldn't. Yeah, but it's it should not be like that. You you should you should have to respect the grind, but also understand that these guys are going to help you win later on when you're in the big leagues, and mm-hmm. you got to treat them better. You know, like yeah. I understand you got to pay your dues, and you don't want to spool everybody, but. Just think of how good the game of baseball could be if every minor leaguer had a house to stay in that had a good air conditioner and dude, they slept yeah. good. They didn't have to fight those injuries because their body was run down. or, You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. just different. It yeah, could be but, a whole different game.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you put – and that's something that I pre- – because I'm huge into, like, strength and conditioning and performance and all that, man. So, cause that's what I majored in and that's – you know, I was a personal trainer. I'm still a personal trainer on the side here. I'm sitting here, like, sometimes I'm sitting here thinking, like, and it's something I asked. I asked Jose. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Jose Trevino, but you know, I was talking to him for a while the other day, and I was like, "Dude, like as a catcher, you know, me, I'm thinking like, how the hell do you recover catching? Like, you you're on your knee, you're, you're squatting yeah. for nine innings sometimes, you know, hundred, you know, hundred fifty times a year, for hours. How, how do you yeah. recover?" He goes, "Oh, you just got to sleep." And I'm sitting here thinking, "Okay, that, that's cool, but." You're a big leaguer for the New York Yankees. I think your situation's a little different. I'm sitting here thinking, what about the dude playing in, in you know, double-A yeah. somewhere in the middle no, of nowhere? That's... That's, that's really rough and struggling? Like how, do, how do you recover? How do you, like, sleep correctly? How do you get enough rest? You don't. You that's why everybody recover. gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's. tough. I mean, that's, it's a tough spot to be the, in.
1: The, I've always argued, like, I understand, you know, money can't do that thing. But w- one thing that's always frustrated me about the minor leagues is, I was very blessed to have a family that's fortunate and yeah. supports me and helps me to where I got to train the right way in the offseason. Yeah. to where if I would have had to pay. So like, the, uh, for example, my first year in out of pro ball training for where I was training was $4,400. I made $8,000 in a full season. I made $4,200 in short season. I didn't even make enough. Didn't even prop- make enough money in paychecks to pay for my training, and See, then they these teams expect you to show up and be a Verlander, be a Tatis, be a Trout, you know. But all those guys signed for an infinite amount of money, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that, yeah. there's no like if you don't have like if guys don't have that fortunate family or the blessings to be able to, not, they're having to work mm-hmm. a nine to five just to live. Yeah, and then training after, you know, like it's <laughs> not work, it's, it's not, not reasonable. No,
0: well, you yeah. know, dude, it's funny you say that because I was talking to uh, another buddy of mine who played for the Oakland A's for a while, and he, he got released, and and he's kind of doing his his post baseball life now. But he told me he was like, dude, like, and that it's and that's the biggest thing, man. Minor league is in their money, and the off season is like it's tough, dude. It's hard. Cause he was like man he goes i think what really hurt me is what you just said like training like he goes i used to just yeah. like i didn't want to pay the money to go to these facilities and train with these other big leaguers because it's too expensive so he goes every year for, for at least the last two years i was like i'm just gonna train on my own train on my own and he said his final yeah. year before he got released he he finally made the investment and he goes by that time it was like you know it was too late you know things, too late. that yeah. was that was right before covid so yeah. then everything happened there and he was like, it, "He's like, it's expensive, but you have to make that commitment." And it's yeah, it's, it's that expensive, dude. That that's tough for anyone to make an expense like that, let alone. Yeah, dude. And that's no not money, even.
1: Like, that's not even super expensive. Think of a guy that wants to go to draw line. It's eleven hundred dollars a week, pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's, you know, like I, uh, I, it's just not. It's not feasible, and it, it's really a shame that Major League Baseball lets it happen. You know, it, it's yeah. just. Uh, well, it could it, easily be fixed. And it's getting fixed. It's getting better. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, they're doing some reparations money-wise, guys. But it's just been like that for so long, and it's just been a, a hard-ass mentality of we had to do it, you got to do it. Yeah. No, if you love the game and you respect the game, you make changes so that what people went through or what you went through, other guys don't have to suffer through, and it makes the game better.
0: Yeah. And it just – That's the way baseball should be treated, in yeah, my yeah. opinion. No, dude, 100%. You're, I think you're right on. I mean, that's. if everyone else benefits, the game just gets better, dude. If people are out yeah. there actually enjoying it, enjoying themselves and, and actually sure. able to live, it'll make the whole game better, everything, everything around yeah, you. absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah sure. man. So
0: so, so I, I always ask because COVID was such a wild time, how did that go with you guys? Because I know you made your debut in 2020. So how, I did, yeah. So how did, how did that all transpire? Because I knew a lot of guys actually because COVID, and, and obviously COVID wasn't a good thing. But it wasn't a good thing. It actually screwed a lot of people over. But at the same time, I knew a lot sure. of dudes that got opportunities that year that it may not have happened that fast. So I, I want to get your take. Yeah. So how did that, how did that whole thing go down Did you know, y'all went to spring training for like a couple of days, right? And they kicked Yeah, out. I went to spring
1: training. Um, so I'd gotten put on the roster after the year before, which was a yeah. lucky, I mean, to be honest with you, if COVID wouldn't have happened or if it had happened a year earlier, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have played in the big leagues. Dang. I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, it was a timing thing. Because if it would have pushed it back, if it would have been a year earlier, I would have got sent out of spring. I wouldn't have come back for a season or anything. Mm-hmm. I would have been fresh out of high. I wouldn't have had my breakout season in A. Like, yeah. you know, it would have just changed a lot of stuff for me. But COVID was hard, man, because, I mean, we can get into the debt. But I did not get a vaccine. Uh, okay. And and it made it hard because I, I was one of those outliers of, like, Guys didn't know if they wanted to accept that I wasn't doing it, and mm-hmm. it put a lot of restrictions on people. But it yeah. was a decision I made off of my health and 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 you know my beliefs, and mm-hmm. and it made COVID a little bit difficult. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, man. You know, before we go any further into that, like just so that we're like, I got the vaccine, but I just got it because it was available to me. I don't. I'm not huge hey, on that whole politics. I band. am not I, Same. Dude, yeah. I'm like, I, 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 I don't.
1: It's not the pol- If you want to get it, get it. I made yeah. my choice not to get it. And it did make things hard. Um, Yeah,
0: I believe it. I knew It was was harder
1: in 21 because 2020 didn't matter if you were vaccinated, unvaccinated, which I don't even know if they had it, but it didn't really matter. You you were just – you were by yourself regardless. You couldn't be around people. Yeah. And so, like, at the – you know, I guess 2021 is when the vaccine thing really came into play. (laughs) But, you know, yeah, yeah, 2020 was – it was weird. We did the alt site. Yeah. It was hard. I didn't like pitching against my friends because mm-hmm. I didn't want to hurt anybody, and I liked <laughs> to throw inside. And yeah, yeah, you know, I I pretty much I was sucking at the alt site, mm-hmm. uh, but I was on the roster and I was available to throw a lot of innings. And yeah. Merrill went down with this blood clot thing in his arm, and and uh, I was about to get on the bullpen, and Josh Barfield came out there. And was like, "Hey, what are you about to do?" And I was like, "I'm about to throw a pin." He's like, "You can't. You got to go. You got to go to the big leagues." You know, it's, I was like, "What?" He's like, yeah. Game starts in forty-five minutes, so wear what you're wearing and go over there. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, okay, okay. I'm going. Okay. I, I mean, so, I was running. Go, no, ahead. go ahead.
0: No, you go ahead. Dude. You're good.
1: I was running ninety miles an hour down the highway, making all my phone calls, telling my, I mean, you know, crying, talking to my family, yeah. like making those phone calls that I've dreamed about my whole life. And oh yeah. It was just wild, and, and it was it was really hurting. It really hurt me that my family couldn't be there. Yeah, dude. Uh, that, I'm yeah. such a family person, and I mean that, that was that was just one of the things that I have always dreamed about that's, is, is yeah, being that's... with my family after that game, and, and not getting to do that was that sucked. Yeah, you know, dude was, well, was
0: so they so they just tough. called you. Like that, like like that in forty five games in forty five minutes get to the get to the field. Yeah, so
1: Merrill Merrill was starting that night and mm-hmm. after he played catch, um, his arm like he lost all feeling. It went white, Holy there was no crap. blood flow. He had a blood clot in his arm. Holy crap. And he was supposed to start and I was a starter, so I could cover innings. I was supposed to pitch <laughs> the next day at the alt site and um what's his name? Taylor Clark ended up starting and they, they were like, Look, we gotta have you and, you know, go. Be ready Be ready to throw as early as the second or third inning.
0: Yeah, yeah. Damn,
1: and man, uh, so awesome, I went over bro. there, and I literally walked down the field after the first inning. I didn't even make it for the national anthem. <laughs> I go to the bullpen, and I ended up not pitching. Taylor Clark shoved that game for about five yeah. innings, you know, and, and picked the team up. But, yeah, it was wild. And didn't get my debut for a few days, and, and uh, ended up getting it, you know, and it was a crazy experience.
0: So that, so how far was the alt site from, I guess, where their stadium's at? How far was that?
1: 15 minutes. 15
0: minutes. That's wild. Though. So, yeah. so you called your family and everything. I'm sure that's a special moment. I know it may, may not have been the yeah. one you hoped it was going to be, but it's still – that's still good. That's no, still it, was, it was fine. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, you know, it was it, – the phone calls were no different. I mean, yeah. it was just a, a, a difference of them just not being able to be there right. and celebrate yeah, with yeah. me. Yeah, yeah dude, that's great you know? that's, cra- that's still that time good. came and, and it was special you know but yeah yeah um i guess those moments yeah. you can
0: make them special no matter what man that's that's one of those
1: well goals. i mean it's all a part of the process like yeah it, it's just you so know.
0: so and you didn't pitch that night that's that's funny you say that because my buddy did the same thing they did the whole thing though he got to get to the field and he got there and didn't pitch that night and you didn't either but so did, were you were you nervous? How, how are you feeling because you're sitting in the bullpen right
1: Yes. There. How, how, family do, family.
0: how are you feeling? How, what was what was the emotions you were feeling at that time? Because obviously you didn't know when the call was going to come or if it would come that day. So how are you feeling?
1: Um, I was feeling pretty nervous every time that <laughs> uh, freaking uh, phone rang. Yeah, oh, you're like no.
0: freeze up a little but
1: bit, gets, but it gets a little tight. Um, you just you know, kind of get a little nervous, and yeah, um, but no, it was it wasn't bad, man. I was ready to go, and and I, you know, when I did finally get that phone call, um, you know, it was kind of a a mess. We we're playing the Rockies, and mm. um, they told me they were like, "Be ready for the fourth hitter." We had a lefty going out. And I won't mention his name, even though someone can find him. But um, first three pitches, homer, single, single. I was mm. a starter, and. I was used to getting like 15 warm up yeah. pitches mm-hmm. and I threw seven.
0: <laughs> That's all you got? And I,
1: Yeah, that was it. And, you know, you just had to do it. But mm-hmm. I, I went out there and I was facing um, Trevor Story, Arenado, Blackman, two men on.
0: Oh, and out. my gosh.
1: Yeah.
0: They really put you in it.
1: Threw they really me in the fire, in man. Dude, and, seriously. Uh, yeah, I punched out Story and I knew Story too. weeks. Trained at the same facility. Oh, there you go. Uh, Punch out story. Ground ball to Arenado. We didn't get to turn play, so I bases loaded one out, and Blackman hit a freaking grand slam. (laughs)
0: Jeez.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, so did you? So you're pitching. So I know you said you're a little nervous. Obviously, you're nervous, right? But so after the first, I know you said you. Who was the first guy you faced? Story. Yeah, story. So you you punched him. Did that ease your nerves at all, or was it? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's
1: still a little nervy, but. Um, it definitely made things b- better, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely uh made things a little bit better. It's just uh, I mean, it's always nervy, man. It, there was <laughs> never a time in that in my career that I was not nervy. I think it was more <laughs> of just you know trying to be dominant and stuff yeah, like just that, trying to get um, the job done. Yeah, so I feel that. I feel that. It, so, you know.
0: so, so you were there for 20 for all the rest of the year that year?
1: Yeah, so I, I didn't go down. Um, I ended up having a really good year. I um got pitcher of the year uh-huh. uh, from baseball USA. Okay, uh, okay. yeah, for the uh, uh rookie of the year, sorry, for the D backs, yeah, um, for the American Riders Association or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, gave a little up, comp
0: right there, man. That's a good. Yeah, job, man, dude. it
1: wasn't bad. I I gave up one more run for the rest of the season and through eighteen innings. It, it was good, dude. That was, yeah, it was it was nice. Um, and
0: that, and I'm sure y'all were you know we playing without fans, right? So there was no one really there, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Was how was no how was that? How was that? It
1: was weird. Um, I
0: bet. Because they're just playing stadium noise, right?
1: Yeah, which chase was actually louder. Um. <laughs> Chase was actually louder without, without fans. The fans. That's crazy. <laughs> well, there's not a whole lot of people came to watch us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think y'all so. were
0: y'all were y'all were having a rough year that year. But still, but still. Yeah, it was.
1: It was not as bad as the next year. The next year was pretty rough. Yeah. Um,
0: so, well, the next year, yeah, that was okay. Yeah, that was 21. Yeah, that was a rough year. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, but it was cool, man. I. I enjoyed it dude It was, it well, was a I lot bet. of fun It was something special um, I wish my family Could have been a part of it A little more But they got yeah. to do it The next year You know But Yeah
0: So So you You finished your first year And, and You finished it You got pulled up 2021 Were you Did you kind of fluctuate Back and forth or were you on the Big league roster Well all year? So
1: I was You know I stayed on the 40 man And all that and, uh, Sorry I'm having We're having some issues Right now traveling You're good um, so, uh, stayed on 40 man, went to spring training, um, got sent out of camp about two weeks before yeah. the season and actually Tyler Clippard got hurt and I got recalled. They put me back on the opening day roster, um, there you go. which is awesome. My family got to come to is in San Diego, which is one of my favorite parks, um, if yeah. not my favorite nice. and, uh. Yeah, so it was that was cool, and then uh, I stayed up actually all the way until um, August.
0: Oh wow, that's I mean that's pretty much the whole year.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, I I didn't pitch that great. I had some ups and downs, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really get comfortable. Still, actually fighting some of the battles that I was fighting in, mm. um, as far as feeling goes, and. Uh, you know, got got to got my first start that year. Family got to be there. Yeah. Um, I had some really cool stuff happen that year. Man, it was it was it was a different experience. But I got to feel what it was like to actually be in the big leagues for a while. Yeah, um, and it was really cool.
0: Yeah. Who, so I just out of curiosity, cause I always like to ask, who's the who is some of the the biggest the hardest? I guess I'll make it in one question: the hardest at bat and the coolest like and like maybe like an idol you've known for a long time that you got to pitch yeah. against.
1: Yeah, so I, I got to pitch against um, and pitched, my first win was against the Dodgers in 2020 uh, huh. when they actually won it. When They won it, yeah. Um, and I, I I shoved and threw really well. Got to face you know Mookie and mm-hmm. Bellinger and Pollock and all those guys and um, That's and a then stark I also pitched, yeah pitched against the yeah, Angels that year. Okay. Um, with wow. poo holes and trout, uh, got trout out a couple Jeez. times. There you go. Uh, didn't punch him, but one my favorite punch out is is poo holes. I punched him out in 2020, and um, he actually threw his bat trying to hit it. Uh, it was cool, man. It was it was really cool. That,
0: you know that's crazy, dude. Is like Albert Pujols is like every like I grew up. You know it's like one of those guys that you grow oh, up watching, dude. and to, to pitch against that's him, I, I mean, freaking I know, legend. Man. Dude, exactly. I was just like, when you said that, I was like, damn, that's yeah, that would, it was cool. That would be that would be nuts. That would be. Insane. I mean, that's a
1: that's a household baseball name, and oh, will dude. be forever. forever.
0: Yeah. And you got, it's crazy. You get to sit with that story, and you got him. You struck him out. No, cool. That one.
1: Um. Yeah, I think the hardest guy I've ever faced to get out was Mookie.
0: Yeah, see that. Um, so everyone says sorta. that. Is he is he that good of like his his plate? His awareness eyes. is insane. Yeah.
1: He, he's not chasing unless it's a freaking just a bastard pitch, yeah. Um, and that makes it hard because you you want guys to chase balls that aren't necessarily perfect strikes or look like perfect strikes, and right, <laughs> he don't do that very much. <laughs>
0: he's pretty damn so, good.
1: Yeah, he's really good, man. He's got a good eye.
0: So so now that, so. so we fast-forwarded this past year. So where were you at this past year? I know you said so you went to the Rockies. Did, did so I went that to the Rockets. I was. How did that go? I was.
1: I was with the D-backs in spring training. Had a okay. little elbow injury. Um, we don't really have to talk about that. I don't have many good things to say about how they treated me this spring. Uh, gotcha. um, and I don't. I, I love some of the guys over there, but it was just kind of one of those things where it I wasn't I, TJ, I, was it? T.J.
0: You Tommy John, like, your elbow? You said you had an elbow injury. Oh,
1: no, 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 no. I had, it was a, a one-week injury. Like, a, I had some fluid. I just needed oh. a, a cortisone oh, shot and some rest, and it put me back a little bit. And uh, they released me out of spring, which I understand that, but it was after that. They, they put me on the injured list for an injury I didn't have, and Ooh. it cost me about two months of time getting back because I God. had to get it taken off. They didn't want to get taken off. Teams didn't think I was healthy. Oh. Um, you know, it, yeah. it was kind of a mess, man. Yeah. And to be honest, I, I, you know, I doesn't, I don't think it represents the people's character over there. I just think that it was a mistake that was made and I know they won't make it again, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, And then, so I, I went to any ball for a few days and actually didn't pitch. Um, got my health stuff straightened out and Rocky <laughs> signed me. They had a guy go down and he needed a guy. And I went yeah. to AAA with them and, and stayed with them for the year and, and uh, really enjoyed my time there. Um, would not mind going back to uh Colorado and Albuquerque, okay, Al- yeah. wherever they need me and, and you know, trying
0: to get back to the big leagues with them. Yeah. So so and that so that was just a one year deal you signed, I guess, played there and now you're you're yes. in search of another spot? Yep. Cool, cool. So let me let me we'll, we'll kinda of break away from that a little bit, because uh, 'cause we're com- we're almost at the time. But so I gotta ask, so and this is something I ask I ask a lot of our guys that pitch in, in the in higher levels, you know. Is there is there a really big difference pitching in the big leagues versus pitching in 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 the minor leagues?
1: Um, I don't know. I I think uh, to be honest with you, I think it's easier to pitch in the big leagues than it is in AAA. Yeah, but I think the pressure is astronomically higher
0: in the big leagues to stay. So as far as like.
1: Well, no, I'm saying just to win. Like, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, true, true, true. There's no
1: mistakes. It's cutthroat. It's ruthless. You, you win. That's it. And so I think some of the trust. It's hard. No one really just gives you the ball unless you're a top five prospect. Over, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they don't give guys that don't have astronomical prospect status. Just say, hey, here's the ball. Go compete. Go win. This is your game. It's never like that, uh, or at least it wasn't for me. Yeah, and. Um, you know, I I did kinda earn that opportunity to be able to do that and I never really was given that. Um, you know, and and so I think that the it's it's you know, I honestly think it goes back to a comfortability thing. I don't think that our older group of, of players makes guys young guys comfortable up there. Yeah. Um, it's one of those I deals, think yeah. that it will change. I think that will change in the coming years, whenever this younger generation is, flushes out of the older generation yeah. and I've got some older friends I'm not knocking those guys but it was a little bit harder core back in the day and those guys are still trying to play that out but it's just mm-hmm. not the case anymore it's not how baseball is working and guys want to win make your guys yeah. comfortable that's yeah you know I, you're much more comfortable in the minor leagues once you've been in the big leagues because guys look up to you Mm-hmm. You know, and you treat – you should treat you guys with respect. But when you're in the big leagues, you're looking up to the guys and they're not always treating you with respect. There is some. Don't get me wrong. Some mm-hmm. of the best humans I've ever met are in the big leagues and that's where I where I played with them at. But yeah. it's not always comfortable. And yeah. for you to play good and pitch good and feel good, you need to be comfortable.
0: Yeah, dude. It's, you're not going to play well you know, if you're, uh, you know, shitting bricks <laughs> up there. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just yeah. not feeling it, yeah. Yeah, Damn, dude. And, and that's sure. that, that's something I figured, you know, because a lot of those guys that are playing in the, in the bigs now that were going through the minor leagues about, you know, seven to ten years ago, it was a lot more yeah. rough than it is right now. And I'm sure that that's, well, um, that wears on them a little
1: bit. I mean, dude, we're all competitors. We all have egos. Oh, yeah. No one wants oh, yeah. to no – wants, everybody wants yeah. to kind of teach people how to do things. And, you know, there is rights and wrongs, and there are people that need to be put in their place if they're not doing it the right way. But I think making someone comfortable that is doing the right way should be important. Yeah, that should, be a of pretty,
0: that should be a pretty big ass. I would say as long as if you want to win as a team, it should be a pretty damn high, pretty high up there on your priority list.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, so, sure. so you got, so how does an off, season? I know you say you're right now, you're, you're traveling, you're hunting. So what's an off season look like for you? You training or, or how does that work for you? Yeah.
1: Um, so up until this year, the last six seasons, I have mm-hmm. driven four days a week to Tyler, Texas from Luffin. It's an hour and 20 okay. minutes one way. I've driven there all Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays for okay. six years Damn. Um, to train. Yeah. Put some miles on the vehicles. Oh, yeah. No um, so that's what I do. I train. Um, I hunt. Spend time with my family. Yeah. Um, work a little bit, you know, um, mm-hmm. do some lessons and stuff like that. Uh, build a house. During COVID, we built a house for my there parents. Um, awesome,
0: dude. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Building my house now. So, you know, it's sticking around, spending time with people I don't get to see all the time. and Yeah. And just enjoying enjoying life, yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, man. I feel that that's that's, that's got to be what's all about, man. Because baseball is the longest. You you're gone. What nine out of the twelve months? <laughs> like, yeah, you're you're gone. You know, so I yeah. feel that. I I think that's you know that's one of the downsides of baseball is it's such a long. It, the longevity of the of the season is can wear on you. But you got to take that time to be with the people you love, man. That's that's huge. You know, that's absolutely. I,
1: absolutely.
0: You know, it's, I
1: yeah. I I wouldn't be able to play baseball if I wasn't able to come home and spend time with my family. I'd, yeah, yeah. Baseball is awesome and I love it, but if I didn't get the quality time, it's not worth it. Yeah, that's you know it. Love, I'm a family yeah. guy and I love being around them. And it's just, it's just kind of how I feel, you yeah, know. I,
0: I respect that, man. So, so this year, so I know you said you're a free agent. So you're going to be throwing some bullpens here pretty soon, right?
1: Yeah, I'm headed up to Tread next weekend for the pro day.
0: Ooh, there you go. So where where are yeah. you sitting at Velo wise right now? Where where you sit at?
1: Um, I'm, you know, the thing is, is it's hard to gauge. Um, I'm an adrenaline kind of guy. Yeah, so, so
0: it, it, it boosts some game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So like I, I'm throwing about 90 miles an hour. I, <laughs> oh my gosh, what happened there? <laughs> I'm throwing about 90 miles an hour. Um, and that's that's pretty standard. I, there was times where I could grunt on my last warm up pitch and throw it 88, <laughs> and then my first pitch in the game would be 95.
0: That's insane. You know, dude. like
1: yeah, it's just. Um, I think it's more of just an f u mentality. When I get yeah. somebody in the box, it's just you know, it's
0: a different, win or yeah, it's a different feel, yeah. win
1: or lose, you know. And so I, I would I, I would say my Velo is pretty good for what it needs to be right now. Um, mm-hmm. Stuff's feeling good. Making some mechanical adjustments that I've been fighting for a couple of years, and, there you go, and man. trying to. Trying to get back in the groove, you know. That's what it's get all back all to the about,
0: show. Bro. That's what it's all about. Do you think you get you, you? got it, man. You'll you'll figure it out. I, I have confidence in your stuff, man. You're yeah. Like I, I said, I'm, you're, I'm you're one of the nastiest dudes I've ever seen. Like I'm not even kidding. I've seen you know I've seen quite a few. I've seen I've seen some big league guys, and I'm like, dude, that that sits, man. I, I remember watching you pitch. You were you were nuts. Dude, I'm sure I appreciate you're still that. nuts. I mean, yeah, of course, man. But, yeah, man, so we're at time. You don't have to hang up just yet. I'll, I'll kind of get you an outro of the stuff after, but I'll, I'll do a, okay. little, a little outro real quick, man. So thanks again, Riley, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, do you have anything else you want to say to the guys before we let you go?
1: Yeah, man, you know, I appreciate y'all having me on. I, there, there's something I always ride on a baseball when I sign up for a kid is, you know, dream big and chase it down. Like anybody out there that's listening to this, if you're young and you think it's out of reach, it's not. Um, go for it. Sell out. Have no regrets
0: and enjoy the game. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, Be sure to check this out. This episode will be out this Friday. I don't know what Friday. it was Friday? Friday is what? The 7th? No. No, We'll figure it out. But it's going to be this Friday. I don't have my calendar. My phone's nowhere near me right now. But this this episode will be out Friday on all streaming platforms and on YouTube. So check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts. It will be out and on YouTube. Uh, But, yeah, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.